1: look sharp homie give yourself a facelift high brow eyebrows on a spaceship take sips from the ace of spaces saving all my money just to waste on a bracelet can't see them haters we don't give a fuck though charge it to the game keep a lame so cutthroat never slip a fast one the game is so in front of me travel around the globe spend the nigga about 100 g's pack them crowds up boss like bowser deep pocket poetry my custom trousers thank god they found us the game was starving i'm clean and concrete you soft and charming. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we are back for another podcast. Twelve hundred episodes in in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Just coasting
2: twelve
1: hundred. No, we're like twelve hundred and fifty something. Oh, I'm mean, about to say. <clears throat> I'm I'm just saying. It's just amazing how we continue to roll and grow and prosper. Yeah, and
3: it's amazing how I don't keep track.
1: Mm hmm. Can't even stop the shot, stride like that.
3: Mm hmm. Y'all be reminded of some milestones. I'll be like, oh, work.
1: Uh, we are here on the last day of the week for us, Wednesday. Uh, new Balls Deep Sports went out for premium people today. So you guys should have that in your feed as we speak. The official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport
3: is bullet ball
1: and bullet ball extreme. And today, marks day 595 that bobby's been locked up in jail Mm
3: -hmm. getting
1: close to 600 y'all free bobby free bobby um and today's show is sponsored i mean it's like triple sponsored it's so sponsored that it's like super duper sponsored like like we sound like a official radio show we're gonna have so many commercials today okay that's what i'm talking about uh <laughs> this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcratecom crate.com slash tvgwt and enter code tvgwt and you can save three dollars off of any new subscription uh the august uh theme for loot crate is anti-hero so it's got things like archer dark horse kill bill uh collectibles t-shirts wearables pins like it it comes with everything um make sure you guys sign up and you can get some get your hands on some of this nice loot okay Mm -hmm. um also brought to you by bevel that's right uh this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps Check out getbevel.com today and use code T B G W T and you can get twenty percent off of your first month at getbevel.com. That's G-E-T B-E-V-E-L dot com. Uh and then the other more like sexier sponsor, I guess, will be um will be this one. Um and that is uh Adam and Eve. Get some sexy music uh- on say keep
2: my eyes on the away look away
1: all right so um Adam and Eve is trying to hook your ass up okay go to adam and for a limited time only they will give you 50 percent off of just about any item go through the store Peruse, find things online. You know what I'm saying. Virtually, you don't even have to leave your house. Pick your one item out, put it in your cart, put in code TBGWT. It's gonna say, "Yo, you got some offer codes?" Yes, you do have an offer code. It'll give you fifty (laughs) percent off. In addition to your fifty percent off, they'll also give you three free adult DVDs plus a free exclusive gift. And to top it all off, they throw in free shipping on your entire order okay so you're gonna want to take advantage of this while you can because i mean they're giving away everything for free i mean you essentially just pay half of what you bought in tax and then it shows up at your doorstep okay you don't have to have any friends no one has to see your face nobody has to know who you are it comes in a discreet package right to your doorstep okay just go to adamandeve.com pick out one item put in code tbgwt get your three or four adult dvds a free exclusive gift and free shipping on your entire order that's adamandeve.com code TBGWT.
2: Until I look the way. Until I look the way. <laughs> Don't you know? Talking about a revolution. Sounds like a whisper.
1: all right let's talk about all kinds of news and stuff things have continued to happen in the world even though you know it's only been 24 hours since we were last on here Mm -hmm. uh 24 hours worth of shit has happened so we had to talk about it um of course
3: My home.
2: To this question If you have the answer So tell me What I want to know Do you want to funk? Do you want to funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want to funk Let me show you how Do you want to funk with me?
1: Do you wanna fuck with me? Yay. That's right. Now let's talk about this horrible stuff happening to the LGBTQ. <laughs> um apparently the Pope decided to, you know, continue to talk. Everybody likes New Pope, right? New Pope. Hmm. Right? Mm. Different from the old Pope. Mm. Hmm. Maybe. During a meeting with Polish bishops while attending World Youth Day, Pope Francis concluded his remarks by complaining that children are being taught that everyone can choose their gender. He also called this ideological colonization uh, by very influential countries. Dignity USA, the organization of Catholics committed to justice, equality, and full inclusion of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people in the church and society, responded with deep concern that the Pope's comments could lead to increased violence towards and oppression of transgender and gender nonconforming people. Once again, the Pope is demonstrating a lamentable, lamentable and dangerous ignorance of a subject that is literally a matter of life and death to some people said dignity usa executive director marion D- dirty dirty burke uh he what is also name? yeah daddy burke uh he is also failing to see that god speaks through many languages cultures and human experiences and not always in the ways that we have the skills to interpret correctly um uh so basically yeah he uh, came out and said that uh transgender people um you know that's not that's basically it's not real and kids are being taught they can be transgender, but they're not actually transgender. So, hmm. Uh, apparently he had a meeting August 3rd, 2016. A remarks released by the Vatican on a closed-door meeting. Pope Francis proved once again that he is a danger to the LGBT community. Francis' softer tone towards lesbian and gay people does not mean any actual policy changes and does not extend to the transgender community. In the closed-door meeting, Francis says it is terrible children are able to choose their gender and call the transgender community the epoch, I don't know, epic epoch, of of sin against God, the creator. We are living in a moment of annihilation of man as image of God. He also blamed the schools for teaching children they can choose their gender. So uh remember when he met with um that woman from Indiana who was a clerk, Kim something, Kim Davis? Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, it's just, don't blame the Pope for that. If he doesn't schedule those meetings. He... Okay. Mm-mm. I mean, like, they share a lot in common. They do. They do. New Pope? Nah, psych. Same as the old Pope. You know, same flavor, everything. Um, So, it's, you know, what's different, really? Um, a, The governor of North Carolina is lashing out at musicians who protest the bathroom law. <laughs> yeah, Pat McCrory is very upset that people would dare disagree with his law he called it a uh, selective outrage mm-hmm. okay. selective outrage well, that nobody voted on Ricky Diaz who's a spokesman for McCrory's gubernatorial campaign wrote in a statement obtained by the Carolina Mercury that it is the height of hypocrisy for these Hollywood elitists to deny their service to customers over a political disagreement Oh, I, I, I just can't imagine how anyone can see this stuff and don't feel the parallels from the 60s and shit. I just don't know how. Because it was like, oh, you don't want to play here because it's segregated? Why, are you really going to just let a little disagreement about whose rights we respect get between us and this entertainment? I just bought a ticket to your show. You better come in and entertain me. I
3: know. but well, look at that colored sign. Nah, you, you're okay. Just bypass it. It don't affect me, so why are we complaining?
1: I mean, you know how much production it takes to put on a concert a lot you think none of these people are lgbtq nobody's on the spectrum just you just see bruce springsteen and assume he packed up his motherfucking guitar and rolled over there by himself and nobody in his band nobody in his crew none of his makeup artists none
3: of the sound technicians none
1: of the wardrobe everybody is just a straight uh person who doesn't have doesn't sympathize or empathize with anybody else it's just a disagreement to them it's not their actual lives uh anyway he's a disgrace i can't wait till he's out of office right uh lesbian couple won the right to adopt each other's children uh in a landmark gay adoption case for italy Uh so that's good um basically they you know when you're if you have like if you're a gay family uh two women two men whatever and your kids are yours through the adoption um but you didn't adopt them at the same time you didn't adopt them together if something happens to you like you die and then your partner has their kid of course but what happens to your kid
2: they you
1: see can't stra- just take- yeah straight people don't we don't have to worry about this
3: oh so they just don't go to another parent
1: no no what yeah straight people we don't have to really worry about that right because but- that because
3: everybody like if me you had a kid and something happened to the kid they're like oh yeah the other parent just gets the rights to the child
1: right because just out of the nature of being straight right uh so yeah uh the court said friday that marilena gracidonia president of the rainbow families association could adopt her wife's twin boys her partner was also allowed to adopt her son uh, it marks a legal first for Italy, where strong opposition to same-sex marriage and same-sex adoption from the Catholic Church has slowed legislation on LGBT rights. The Guardian noted that all previous verdicts in the favor of lesbian women being recognized as parents of their partner's children by Italian law are currently at the appeal stages. On a personal level, it's a huge satisfaction, but I cannot be fully happy when I think that our families depend on ind- individual decisions, the Guardian quoted Gracedonia saying.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: because even with this, you still have to it's still not the same as just having the right when you're married. <coughs>
2: you, know,
3: you don't know who gonna give you a hard time. Somebody still might dispute you, dispute your paperwork.
1: Yeah. Gracedonia has long been a fierce critic of Italy's laws on gay rights. In February, Italy passed a civil unions bill that gave legal recognition to same-sex couples for the first time in the country's history. However, LGBT activists, including Gracedonia, noted the bill had been significantly watered down before it was passed. In particular, a provision that would have granted non-biological parents into same-sex relationships uh parental rights was removed from the legislation before it could be voted in. Instead, cases involving gay parents and adoption would be decided on a case by case basis.
3: Nah.
1: <clears throat> so
3: nah, they they, they just want to give people a hard time. And basically deny everybody. That's their that's their way of denying everybody.
1: Yeah. Um so but I mean good that they got that landmark decision, but still so much of a fight to go. Um, a Family Dollar employee, cashier, uh, got a little upset, uh, after refusing to serve LGBT customers. She, uh, couldn't take, oh, they took the video down. Okay. All right. Melissa Langford went to Family Dollar on Friday to pick up a few things when a normal shopping trip turned into a homophobic nightmare. It all started when the cashier was loud, was loudly proclaiming her hatred for gay people, Langford wrote on facebook according to tower low after five or six minutes or at least it felt that long of listening to her yell and preach to each customer about how gay people need to get the fuck they got something wrong in their head edit they had that she guess the race that she had the right to refuse service to anyone she want gays or sick i started to ride away internally um yeah that seems pretty uh
3: just, right. she, she seems pretty worked, foul. The lady works for the company.
1: Uh, she works She's a cashier for a Family Dollar.
3: Oh, She wouldn't be a cashier for long if it was for me.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, because your job is just a like. I don't even like your job has nothing to do with somebody being gay. Like it's not like you're. Good evening,
0: not, and thanks for watching. I'm Katie Moore, a New Orleans- not,
1: not that it's ever okay, but this isn't you giving out marriage licenses. Like I'm just trying to buy a pack of gum, dog. Like just give me my gum. The fuck this got to do with me being gay?
3: That gay gay people pay your, your salary, rate. sweetie. Guarantee everybody that, that pay your salary ain't straight.
1: Yeah, all the people to sign your checks and work at Family Dollar, just idiots.
3: Refused to ring her up because she's
0: gay. A cell phone video showing the aftermath at a local Family Dollar store has been seen more than 35,000 times. Now she and the 1,000 plus people who have shared it are calling for a better response. Ashley Rodriguez has the story. The Family Dollar Store on the corner of Canal and Broad has always been Melissa Langford's go-to for knickknacks, but she says never again after her experience there this past Friday. The cashier was just loudly stating her opinion on her disdain for gay people. Eventually I spoke up because I couldn't take it anymore. But Langford says the situation only got worse. I'm not dealing with these two. She won't service because I'm gay and he don't like non-gay people. You, Langford says an appeal of the discrimination to the manager yielded no results, which led to a shouting match between the clerk and the supportive customer.
2: you got to be here.
0: Eventually another clerk did service Langford and the other man, but Langford says the damage was done. I think everybody's entitled to think what they want, but. As a representative of a company, like a national chain, it's completely inappropriate and a blatant disregard for other people's feelings. When Eyewitness News called the store Sunday to inquire about the incident, the manager on duty claimed to know nothing about it. But Langford says she shared the story and video on social media so everyone could know about it. This gets it put out into the air that us gay people are going to stick together. Langford says she'll take any kind of response from the company, from firing the clerk and manager to a simple apology, as long as someone acknowledges how she was treated in this video was wrong. Ashley Rodriguez, Eyewitness <laughs> News. An email sent today to Family Dollar's corporate office was not answered by Newstime.
1: Oh, wow, <clears throat> so you know, hey, um, just don't be shopping in anywhere while gay because you just don't know when that personal cash is just gonna flip the fuck out because um you know whatever's going on in their head that they've decided
3: yeah and as family dollar <clears throat> she needs to be fired because i'm a national chain brand and you're fucking with my money and the little pennies i give you ain't nothing compared to the money that you're gonna cause me to lose off of your fuck ass opinion that nobody asked for All right <clears throat>
1: Um, now in April, um, Florida backtracked on new guidelines for LGBT foster children. Um, Tallahassee, uh, a heated national debate over how far to go with LGBT rights has reached the doorstep of foster children living in group homes across Florida. Florida officials had planned a series of sweeping changes within foster homes, including letting transgender kids wear clothes of their choosing and be placed in group homes according to their identity so far so good right but after at least two religious groups objected the state's department of children and families abruptly backtracked from putting these new protections in place and lgbt activists uh during a hearing friday let the state know they weren't too happy with about face i experienced a lot of discrimination based off of who i self-identified as. jessica hawk a former foster child said i had foster parents tell me that if they knew i identified as queer they wouldn't have taken me in initially dcf had prompt uh proposed rules that would have prohibited anti-lgbt bullying and discrimination as well as banning conversion therapies aimed at changing children's sexual orientation or gender that's legal so you can adopt a kid and then be like uh also i'm about to put you in conversion therapy that's not already illegal that's that's ridiculous
3: um, I guess it varies from state to state, apparently.
1: Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, we're just talking about Florida right now, but I'm just saying the, it shouldn't be legal anywhere. No, um, <clears throat> like those those uh, places have widely been discredited. Like, it, it's that's that's ridiculous. Um, but the agency last month revealed. Uh, I mean, revise this plan in favor of more general language changes, outlawing discrimination on the basis of race, race, national origin, religion, gender, disability, or any other characteristic. Gone is the proposed language the department developed with a group of lawyers called the LGBTQ Child Welfare Work Group. The change is meant to ensure that two thousand three hundred sixty-three children in group homes are treated fairly and not singled out just uh, one group, regardless of inherent traits, personal characteristics, or past experiences uh said secretary mike carroll in a statement but child welfare and the lgbt rights of advocates don't see it that way um more than three dozen people spoke in support of the protections many shared personal stories about foster children they work with who have been mistreated because they identify as lgbt uh cindy brown an activist and foster parent said she heard atrocious stories from lgbt children in her care uh, counselors who are assigned by dcf telling kids that their problems are because of their orientation is certainly not in the best interest of any child um said brown who lives in miami the fact that this conversation is even happening is shocking to me because i cannot imagine any reason not to protect these very vulnerable kids at this m- most vulnerable time uh so yeah that's um that's weird because like also like it's weird because religious groups stepped in but this is the government like it doesn't matter what your religion is
3: and my and my thing is this what what y'all ain't adopting these kids like not trying to funny did a lot of these people protesting odds are they ain't adopting these kids because if everybody was adopting these children a lot of times you wouldn't have this overflow you wouldn't have a lot of these problems in the system if everybody was adopting children you're protesting some shit that don't directly affect
1: you. Yeah, it's, it's just extremely weird to see people sort of justify this shit by using, you know,
3: because um, it's for protection of the children,
1: right? You know, it's. Um, But yeah, they they walked it back because of intimidation from some. What the fuck they was gonna do other
3: than be goddamn mad? That's it. Just they they were just gonna be mad
1: yeah in january however both the florida conference of catholic bishops and baptist children's homes sent letters asking the dcf to remove several of the lgbt protections Uh, the letters refer to transgender as mistaken belief and set aside say setting aside gender identity and sexual orientation is unwarranted you know it's funny because this is the same state that you had the shooting, the post shooting at, and then you had people try to act like they were so positive and pro-LGBT in the wake of that, yeah. but like literally the month before that, y'all were sitting around, um <laughs> y'all were sitting around basically being like, uh, uh, now if you gave you a foster kid, like you just need to keep that shit to yourself. And there's a bunch of people get shot there's like oh well actually you know we're really uh we're really uh you know way way more progressive than you guys think
3: no you're not you don't you know people people <coughs> see you that's the thing people see you and then you had that woman that was with Anderson Cooper looking all crazy and want to talk about everything else but what the fuck he was talking about because he was calling her out on her
1: bullshit uh it's scary uh Shelly Wright says country singers support LGBT rights but they're afraid to speak up ain't that some shit uh and i'm assuming it's because their fan base come on now so they think you know because it's funny because like rap and black people we get labeled as homophobic and whatnot but there's so many strong vehicles with power that are held but ultimately by white people mm-hmm. that have homophobia and not just homophobia but the power to ensure that structures stay in place but I think it's very convenient to scapegoat just the black community it's not
3: because you can ignore it just like they ignore everything else if we push it down to the (laughs) blacks everybody act like the shit don't exist because there's a lot of genre music and I understand people listen to all genre music but you're talking about rock you know you're talking about uh, all types of music that uh, if a lot of these people spoke out the the fan base would be highly upset
1: yeah what I'm saying is this um it's very funny that the blame gets laid at black people's feet in a lot of these cases, but the institutions a lot of times are white run. I mean, right. look, Chick fil A, sure, black people love chicken. We don't own Chick fil A. Nope. And Chick fil A is the one that puts millions of dollars into keeping LGBT rights in the dark ages as long as they can. Um, so it's interesting how it works, but the point, the point being, um, this is a perfect example of um, white people because white people listen to the country music and the artists are feeling scared that they can't even say like hey I'm pro LGBT I want people to have rights I don't want to go to North Carolina and not be able to say something or or have to make a boycott or make a stance because you saw what happened when they made a stance against Bush with the Dixie Chicks everybody went from loving them to hating them but once again, these are the things that you know get laid at the feet of black people. Right. Um, but yeah, this singer was like, "Yeah, there's, there's a lot of us that want to come out and say something, but we're scared to take a stance." Which yeah, we'll lose basically we we'll lose money. <clears throat> right. Crazy. All right. Uh, anything else? Um, Target allows trans customers and workers to use a bathroom based on gender identity. I think we may have covered this a while ago, but yeah, Target is like. Yeah, y'all can use whatever bathroom you want.
3: Yeah. We want all the money. All of it. And
1: somehow we haven't it hasn't turned into rape central in Target. It's been months now. Ain't they um, Targets
3: in North Carolina?
1: Yeah, it was all April right. nineteenth um April nineteenth the story came out and somehow everybody's doing okay, y'all. I don't, know. I don't know. Target decided these laws are stupid and um Yeah, that that that's somehow it worked out and nobody said anything about it
3: and i think what was it a few years ago maybe Mm -hmm. three or four years ago and i know this might sound ignorant but i'm gonna say it anyway a few years ago was my first time ever going into a um what's that transgender bathroom
1: you mean unisex unisex bathroom i Mm -hmm. don't know if
3: that's the same
1: well i mean it's just a bathroom that anybody can go in
3: right and that's regardless of your sexuality right right unisex okay
1: yeah there's no such thing as a transgender bathroom (laughs) that would be a bathroom that only transgender people can use and i don't even know how you would do that you know me
3: either. state north carolina would love something like that right Uh, but anyway uh and you know what y'all it it was a motherfucking bathroom just the same regular ass bathroom that everybody been going into. There was nothing different. The toilet still worked. The sink still worked. Everything still functioned the same.
1: You sure?
3: I am positive.
1: All right. I mean, if you say so, I feel like if you go to the transgender bathroom or the elder gay bathroom or bisexual bathroom, basically when you flush the toilet, it should be like. <laughs> I mean, it should be more lit in there. Is what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> no,pe. So,
1: oh, shit. I wish. So it was just ready. I <laughs> wish
3: you. I I wish I flushed the toilet and I have a fucking party that that will be lit. I would go in there j- just fucking because I could.
1: I'm let down, gay people.
3: No. I know. What well, was strobe lights in the bathroom when I flushed the toilet.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Let's get into regular news. Um. Drake is ready to battle Eminem, reportedly. Uh, hmm. High 97's Ebro Darden opened up this show about a private conversation he had with Drake about Joe Budden and Slim Shady we talked about Joe Budden he was laughing he was like I gave him a little look that's why Joe a put out put, the, put out the DM's he keeps threatening he's going to put out DM's where I DM'd him the reason he ain't put the out is because I DM'd him and said I hope you get well in this tough time aka you out here strong out on dope or something and so he ain't put that out but when Eminem came into the conversation I told Drake Darden that the rumor was that Eminem was going to gear up to come after him he laughed he was like that's not going to happen he never do that and if he did I've got something for him too this is a private private convo that's what he said if it's a private convo why are you telling the?
3: it ain't private no more
1: you really can't be friends with everybody that's really the lesson here i mean damn (laughs) um some may say this could be a sign from the fact that m signed drizzy's friend turned foe button to his shady records imprint as part of slaughterhouse in 2012 however the group was not has not released an album since that year's welcome to our house last year and last year button rapped about his lack of communication with marshall mathers on the song slaughter mouse um people listen to him ebro drake and eminem have one major thing in common ties to apple uh yeah he may pump it up that's that's what he's known for uh aside from his work at hot 97 ebro is also a host of beats one drake of course has his own show on the music service and whatnot i don't know man i, I mean i guess if they want a battle i'll i'll listen to that i'll actually listen to that i haven't listened to the, any of the songs with joe button dissing and uh drake it's just
3: I, I don't know too much about Joe Button
2: mm-hmm. other
3: than his interactions on the internet, which I am not here for.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, he is whole tip nigga number one, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I see him on Love and Hip Hop, and that's all I know about Joe Button.
1: Well, he was chasing down some little kids who rolled up on him um, someplace, like that was recorded. Uh, which I, I mean, obviously, I, no, no shade against that. I mean, motherfucker roll up on you, you gonna do what you gotta do. Um, people play too much on the internet and somebody gonna get rolled up on one of these times, gonna be the last time they do that shit.
3: Ain't that the truth to anybody? Mm.
1: Uh, but, uh, he's just, I don't know, he's, it seemed like he, uh, grown up, uh, as, as far as age is concerned, he's been around longer. Him dissing Drake seems kind of like a ridiculous thing that just to, get some type of attention or something and i'm not and then like he's such a prolific rapper that he can't do anything and just sit on it it has to be six seven songs and shit and i'm like man i'm not listening to seven tracks about one nigga like wrap that shit up make one song this this nigga so it's
3: a book you rapping a book
1: i mean it's like volumes to it like but that's what he does you know i just never really been a big fan of his i always kind of thought his music was a little bit boring and like emo and and then just he has that run-on ability where he don't know how to wrap shit up on the mic and you know i just never really been a nigga that's into 127 bar songs and shit so but um you know obviously good luck to him and whatnot Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and we'll see what's up with the eminem drake beef because uh i don't think drake can fuck with eminem Mm -mm. so we'll see um if he really thinks he want to take it there that's that's a lot to ask bro yeah that's a whole
3: lot to ask
1: uh president obama commuted the sentences of 214 inmates today and he's now shortened more sentences than the last nine presidents combined uh yep he's at 562 right now Uh, He cut short the sentences of 214 federal inmates, including 67 life sentences and what the White House called the largest batch of commutations on a single day in more than a century. Almost all the prisoners were serving time for nonviolent drug crimes, reflecting Obama's long-stated view that the U.S. needs to remedy the consequences of decades of sentencing requirements that put tens of thousands of Americans behind bars for far too long. Right. He's pushed for a broader fix to criminal justice laws and has used the aggressive pace of his communications in an effort to, of his commutations in an effort to pressure Congress and call for more attention to the issue. Uh, All told, he has commuted some 562 sentences during his presidency, more than the last, uh, the past nine presidents combined, the White House said. Almost 200 of those have been benefited were uh, serving life sentences. So, man, people went to jail, really didn't have hope, you know, and he came to the office and and got them out of there, man. Uh, So, yeah, that's good.
3: Yeah, that's good because how I personally think what's even more fucked up is that you have states that are changing their laws as far as uh, what people get arrested for, for drugs and and things like that, but you don't go back and say, hey, if you're already in here, these sentences apply to you, too. You go, nope, if you was here before this day, fuck it, you just gonna serve your lifetime. And, nah, the people need to be let go, too. Because, obviously, you changed a lot because something was fucking wrong with that.
1: Yeah, he, of course, he had his critics, uh, about this. Is this a good thing? Are we a republic of men or a republic of laws? Uh, said one Twitter user, basically saying, like, how you gonna strike it down by yourself? Uh, I'm not sure that is a statistic to be proud of. Our courts convict for a reason, said probably some white dude named Dave Wright. Uh, it's still unclear how the news will impact the current presidential race. Neither Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump have yet to respond to Wednesday's committee sentences. Um, so, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, oh, there's this team, Fred Barley who, um, there was a go me um or some type of fundraiser thing online started for him mm-hmm. uh, because he was homeless oh yeah and this woman uh started raising money for him and it got like uh over a hundred thousand dollars um and then at some point there was it, the it started being a question of whether he would get that money or not uh, he biked over six hours and slept in a tent to register for college classes shit um and the legitimacy of his claims was called into question by casey blaney the woman who initially started the gofundme campaign after being touched by fred's story because of her sudden doubts after fred refused to agree to handle the money in a way that she saw fit gofundme held the 184 thousand dollars raised on his behalf pending an investigation we're happy to report that the dispute has been resolved and Fred will be in control of all of the money earned on his behalf.
3: Right, because that's who, nope. How are you going to raise money on somebody else's behalf and then be like, I'm going to tell you what to do with the money that I raised for you?
1: He said, I will be allowed to put the funds into a trust that covers both living expenses and help with tu- tuition. He hinted that Miss Blaney is di- uh, distancing herself from the situation, which we assume is because of the negative attention she received after making her doubts known. Ms. blaney would like to turn over everything to her lawyer uh does not want anything to do with the trust account any longer together my t- attorney and her attorney are working cooperatively to ensure that all assets donated go strictly to me and in a trust that i agree with um so right so she good. wanted
3: to raise money for you and then tell you what to do with it mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i guess she
3: she wanted to be a white savior
1: she want to be a possible white woman yes you want to be a possible white right woman. you want to
3: raise money for me mm-hmm. and then you want to tell me what to do with my money like i'm not smart enough and intelligent enough to decide what i want to do with this money right so if you have a problem or something with with whatever i do or my lifestyle you can deny me access to this money if you choose get the fuck out of here
1: yes well you know what else it's like you um want to use my story to raise the money right you know but what's gonna happen after that um but yeah she just said she had multiple questions about the story and if they're not answered she's gonna refund the money to all the donors is what she had said originally um, right you're
3: questioning my story but you're the one that brought the story to light.
1: so mm-hmm.
3: will you do your investigation before you brought the story to life or was I'm some or was I some poor charity case that you could rally around to make yourself feel better
1: yeah he apparently the 19 year old objected to her plans to place the money in a trust he indicated that he would only place money in the trust if he could choose the attorney and the trustee um, on wednesday evening blaney herself posted the following on facebook called success called success for fred unfortunately multiple questions have been raised about fred's story we received conflicting information about his initial story we asked for the campaign to be reviewed uh, she didn't say which questions there were um but then they placed a hold on them um uh, what's funny though is um she didn't want him to have a trustee a trust of his he didn't want to have a she didn't want him to have an attorney and a trust of his choosing look man once you give you give right you know what i mean like that's you're done like you didn't don't give don't then don't organize it someone else could organize this right it not have to be you
3: right
1: you know um let's see what else happened um uh how about this one uh we need to talk about the toxic masculinity that killed joyce kwawi i hope i pronounced that right Kwawe. Um, so this is on, uh, On mm-hmm. um, July 29th, police discovered 24 year old Joyce, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right, Kwawie. Uh, as she had been beaten to death inside of a Germantown, Pennsylvania home, her 47 year old partner and former police officer Aaron Wright is accused of killing her for not submitting to his authority. Police say Wright's close friend and Temple University police officer Marquise Robinson participated in the deadly assault. After the two killed her, investigators say they continued to beat her dead corpse. Wright was charged with murder, aggravated assault, and unlawful restraint, including other charges. Robinson, who investigators say fled the scene before police arrived, was charged with aggravated assault and conspiracy to murder. Um, he was fired from the police department afterwards. The boyfriend had stripped her of her clothes handcuffed her to a weight bench and was using some type of baton to beat her throughout her entire body the friend was actually helping to position the female and turn her and couture her body in certain positions so the boyfriend could be her in those areas of her body um she leaves two young daughters in the care of her mother uh right and robinson crimes perpetuate a uh, culture of toxic masculinity that desperately needs to be addressed uh, of course black women on social media reacted loudly to her murder um, there's a lot of people, um, you know, tweeting about it and whatnot. Um, makes sense. Yeah. What's funny is I had literally would have never heard of this.
3: I'm, you talking about this first time I'm hearing about it.
1: Yeah. Like just being on and in the internet and following people and shit, I literally would have never, um, never known about this. Um, and maybe cause it wasn't trending as much or whatnot, you know, a lot of times uh when people feel they're the perpetrator or identify with the perpetrator people don't retweet Uh-oh. people don't share people don't comment nope. and No, and it ain't a man yeah they don't retweet other people talking about it uh-uh. you know if it's not it doesn't trend and things you know, of this nature because
3: niggas don't be going to hear bitches complaining
1: yeah i mean it's a horrible crime my right. thing like speaking specifically to uh black men on some of this stuff i would just because i uh, also the same thing happened with uh um, Korean Gaines, the one we talked about yesterday, mm-hmm. who was shot by the police. Um, a lot of times what happens is that people just opt out. Like men right. just, like I don't have to care, so I won't. You know, I i I said a couple tweets about Korean Gaines which to which I think are common sense things, which were she may have had a mental episode, I don't know. You know, uh what I do know is I just don't think she had to die you know there was a standoff today where they waited a the guy out 7 hours and it ended peacefully I don't understand the rush to take a black life in that situation why is the police even shooting at them you know at her uh, I understand she's not the quote unquote perfect victim I get it but a lot of these motherfuckers ain't the perfect victim and we still rally around them you know and, and, and it's just like when it's a black woman niggas start they sound awfully white you yes, know what I mean? They
3: do that, honey honey. They they opt out. They like that ain't got shit to do with me. What they got to do with me? It's not about me. But what about my feelings? Why ain't we talking about me? What's going on here? And they use the same tactic that a lot of uh racist ass white people come at you with when you want to blame the victim and you want to have all these excuses, and all of a sudden you want in all this investigation, and all of a sudden we need to wait on the facts.
1: Fuck you. Yeah, there's a lot of why was uh, why was Eric Garner selling cigarettes? Why didn't he just? Why did he even ask why they was arresting him? Just get on the ground and put your hands on your back. No, you,
3: you don't want to hear that. You, yeah,
1: why did Philando Castillo have a gun? It, I mean, I know it's legal, but why do he even have it? You know, yeah. um, why did Alton Sterling have a gun? uh why did Mike Brown uh hit that officer um and he stole a candy bar at some point
3: but you know the thing is when people be like uh but there wasn't a video you don't give a
1: fuck why did Walter Scott run from the police why did Sandra Bland mouth off why it's always some why shit with white people in these situations and we all for the most part most black people collectively feel like yeah that's I mean they shouldn't have to die whether they did that or not right like, you're taking it to another level with the, where someone has to die because they, uh, didn't comply in the way that you felt was the best way to comply. Not to mention, there's times where people have complied, like Oscar Grant, and he still ended up dead. But what's funny is when it's specifically black women, there's another level, or black trans people, or LGBT, you know, people, all of a sudden, like basically straight black men are like, "Uh, oh, wait a minute now. See, why was she doing this, that, and the other?" And the whole point is the principle is the principle. If the principle is these people should not have to die, and we definitely treat white suspects differently in these situations. If we can't, if we can't agree on that in every instance, then there's no point. There's no principle. Then, you know what I mean? Wow. It shouldn't adjust to when it's a black woman, then why did she do this, that, and the other? But when it's a black man, you don't ask those questions. Right.
3: And then, uh, a lot of these same niggas get mad when women just, just, uh, which they are justified to going, y'all don't fucking support us. Why when it's me nobody cares? Why would it's me my timeline silent? Why, you know, say her name? And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you got deal with niggas about, uh, why bitch? you know say her name and they would go but it wasn't a man So and you like what the fuck you know it's like if you black and you die you black and you dead and you shouldn't have died no matter what you did no matter what your sexuality is no matter what you did in the past if, if you die unjustly you die but I just, if you die unjustly you died unjustly at that moment in time that's what I'm looking at not what you did before that moment you lost your life unjustly and like I said, I guess I'm old because the way I look at it, I look at it like this. She died unjustly. Wrong. If a man die unjustly, wrong. And we talked about this before. When it's men, women, rally. We organize, we march in. Everybody show up in numbers, period. My whole timeline, every, every timeline I got. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, you name it. People all up and down the timeline, okay? But when it's a woman... You get the women mad. You get the women protesting. You get the women organizing. And then when they extend their hands out, but like, Hey doll, we was at your events. Why ain't you at ours? It's silent. It's crooked. Uh, 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 be quiet, bitches. Be watching the game. Why don't y'all talk about something else? You know, I'm tired of this. And, and, and it causes unnecessary arguments all up and down my timeline, which don't make no sense. And it's never in the other direction.
1: Well, also like, it's twofold because there's like this is police violence and intimate partner violence right. and it hits right at that cross section where a lot of men feel uncomfortable trying to 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 take that side because now I'm siding saying uh, black men when it comes to this shit we are the police and one of the reasons I want to speak up on the shit like this is because I feel that way about police like when the quote unquote good police don't say shit Um, they're just as responsible to me, you know? So when it's like, oh, a black man did that? Well, I don't want to be the one to point that out or let me just pretend this shit didn't happen or why y'all got to bring this one up? All that is is the way that the other cops act when a cop does some dirty shit and then the other cops come through and they're like, I'm not going to speak about this. I'm not going to say anything about this because, you know, why why y'all got to have a war on cops and shit like that? But it's like... Yo, we, we are the cops in this situation. Um, so it's important to me that, you know, as a black man, that I'm not gonna turn away from this shit and be like, it's not happening. You know, not to mention, I mean, it, more than just the police part of it, um, the intimate partner violence and stuff is so prevalent. There's so many women that have been abused and whatnot in this country. Um, and the animosity, that a lot of women have when they approach this topic is because it's it's justifiable anger it's because of silence it's because of also trolling like there's just a ton of black men that get off on spreading that shit around like i'ma troll you because you care like oh you care about this one and i and i get to be on the side of the person that is inflicting the violence and inflicting the hurt and causing the pain. Well, let me take my time out to say something fucked up or callous or funny or whatever, because I can opt out of caring about this. You know, some of these people are abusers. You know, some of these people like the thing, you know, it's kind of like rape, rape happens at this at such this high level, but at the same time, nobody knows a rapist. You know what I mean? Like we know that most rapes don't get reported, but nobody knows a dude that right. Rap- we might know a victim or two, but we don't know no actual perpetrators. Yeah, cause they're not coming forward to tell you their stories. Like, that's not how that works. And, um, the same thing goes with this shit. There's people that put their hands on women and you can't tell cause they're not gonna come out and say it, but you can tell through them tweets. You can tell through the jokes. You can tell through the callousness and all that shit, um, with a lot of this stuff. Um, and that's why motherfuckers get quiet because maybe they didn't do it, but they have a boy who did it. Maybe they boy didn't do it, but when they, when this shit comes up, it's all like, these bitches be tripping type shit rather than uh having a, a a actual um conversation where you hold them accountable you know um like i said i, re- I literally wouldn't have heard about this like i just I, someone retweeted it i didn't see the hashtag or whatnot um and i don't follow that many people on twitter but um yeah this is you know um this is us being the cops as men you know that's that's us you know literally and figuratively you know having another dude come over like i can't imagine a situation where somebody called told my wife down while i beat her are you fucking crazy i'm calling the cops you know and in this case he is the cops who do you call you know and not being submissive enough what kind of hotel shit is that you know um but and i like i said i've noticed it with korean games like it's been a lot of well she shouldn't do this and she shouldn't do that and she's wrong for this and she's wrong for that and like i said we don't do that the other way like we just don't like um alton sterling is a dude that you know was essentially convicted of having sex with an underage girl at at one point that shit was trending his his hashtag was trending people were marching in the streets people still use his name as an example today. If you were to say, what about the killings of Philando Castile and uh, Alton Sterling, that's what's going to, people are going to bring that up. Um, Even after Korean games, I guarantee you Alton Sterling and Philando Castile will be the names that people continue to bring up. And I do think that we gravitate towards black men. You know, so many people make that statement. Like, how many people didn't say anything but, you know, celebrities, people that I, I support and love, but when they came to talk, they well, well, they're killing our black men, you know, what are raping our black women? They're killing our black women too. Like it's not just a black man thing, but black men are just easier to rally around as the quote unquote endangered species and all this other stuff. Um, but that love just isn't reciprocated. So I, so I understand the animosity, like people are coming at it and they're being like, Hey, black men, I know you're not saying shit. I see that. I see you just over there keying about some other shit and y'all don't want to talk about this. And I think that makes black men feel uncomfortable. So then they opt out of talking about it just like white people do when they feel uncomfortable, but the comfort of the dominant group should not be the number one consideration when it comes to spreading awareness about this shit. Um, so yeah, man, I just, when I saw this, I just thought it was just like an interesting, uh, article it's on blavity uh and i think it's called it's by aaron logan and it's called we need to talk about the toxic masculinity that killed joyce uh quiet so um uh,
3: right and 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 something else that you know we talked about it before but 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 men aren't emotional though
1: yeah yeah um it's you know it's just funny so it's because and also i think a lot of dudes show their outrage and shit in a different way. They don't necessarily hashtag and tweet it and fucking organize in that way. A lot of dudes try to keep the shit bottled up inside for themselves. And, you know, they think just thinking to themselves like, oh, this dude's a bitch. And then just leave it. And that's it for them. Oh, look at this is a punk ass dude. I heard this story and I'm like, fuck those dudes. But I think also we don't, we have a luxury of not seeing the connecting dots that lead to these things. Like it's a bunch of reasons that it gets to the mentality where you think you own a woman so completely you could beat her, call a friend over to help you do it. Obviously these dudes are some level of an anomaly. You know, even if some people that uh, are abusive, I, you know, I doubt that it's extreme like common to put somebody into that abuse. Like, Hey buddy, can you help me abuse my wife tonight? Um, but even still just the fact that, people ignore every step and every comment up to this point it leads up to when this shit happens there's no way that you're going to be outspoken about it there's no way that you're going to feel comfortable talking about it you know because because a lot of dudes have already spent so much time pooing every other thing street harassment um you know uh wor- harassment at work uh, sexual assault like You, when you just shit on all this other stuff, when you get to the point where someone gets killed, you already set up a negative connotation towards, um, the victims of these crimes, right? It's, it's like motherfuckers that defended Bill Cosby are not gonna step up and tweet about this. Now, how many people were that, were doing that? You know what I mean? Basically, they had to be, uh, shamed out of, of, out of it. It wasn't like they had awakening and all these people came around. It's just like it got so unpopular and uncool that they just were ashamed of defending Bill Cosby. And I still expect those people to come back when he's found out guilty. But yep. the point being, I think a lot of times people just opt out because of this. Well, black men just opt out because of this and the shit doesn't go viral and it's not gonna trend. And they become so obsessed with being in the group that's being generalized about. You know, there's a lot of, black men don't do this. I'm a black man, and I never do this. And it's like, I'm a black man, I don't do it. And you know what? I don't say shit. You know what I mean? I have nothing negative to say to somebody who talks about it because, one, that's probably their experience. Two, I notice that other black men do a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't that, you know, it's not that... um crazy to be like okay yeah we can you know as a group can be problematic we can have privilege we can uh, insult people we and we can get away with it we can hide behind the idea of not having to care because it really won't affect us in the long run it does us no advantage to care and it's not very much of a disadvantage to not care um but you know but that's what happens you know um and people are already leaving uh comments on this joint so uh but yeah a lot of this stuff is um you know easy to uh easy to ignore whatever for people that it's not affecting but i just thought that was an interesting story um and interesting take on it on blavity um let's see what else happened um the black this black-owned business creates school supplies for celebrating black culture cool Mm -hmm. um uh innovative supplies is a black-owned online retail store is owned and operated by a 27 year old mom and soon-to-be college student N- Inneka, I hope I'm pronouncing it right Inneka, uh, with the hopes of becoming a history teacher in her local area she began innovative supplies as the first step to a bigger vision of being a positive change in her community community Innovative Supplies includes notebooks and apparel that showcases black art by black artists and weave together elements of black culture from the past and the present. Her goals for Innovative Solutions are just as impactful as the business itself, which includes depositing profits into a black-owned bank, hiring local minority youth, and using environmentally sourced materials. If you browse through Innovative Supplies website, you'll soon understand why products sold out in less than 24 hours. Damn. Damn some of her handmade supplies uh Not schools a, a hmm? lot of underserved market exactly like yeah. like
3: like that's what happens the underserved market
1: and it goes viral and you can never anticipate the um the, the need, demand the demand yeah you just can't uh you'll soon understand why so uh, okay so she says uh she has include a notebook uh with an image of Tupac Shakur wearing a t-shirt that says the words I'm Sandra Bland drawn by artists at rahim 81 art another notebook that is stated to be coming soon has the iconic michael jordan crime me in various <laughs> sizes <laughs> all over <laughs> it which is sure to make your classmates even a few professors laugh out loud um uh whenever eight five eight eight five five zero 8550 orders uh oh wait, I'm sorry. With over 8,550 orders. I thought that I thought that was the name of the company. Yeah,
2: that's a lot.
1: Yeah, to ship out before she can take new orders. Ineka and In- innovative supplies are off to an amazing start. Along with the dope designs that Aneka offers on her site, customers can even request custom designs, making her business one that is sure to represent all that encompasses black culture and excellence. There's no question that Innovative Supplies is living up to his motto of being the company that stands to bridge the gap between minority owned businesses and helping to foster more group economics. I wonder what's gonna happen when she can put a GIF on there. Mm. That's what we need. We need GIF notebooks. Like you open it up and it's like um the scene where uh from Thin Line where their car got burned, you know. Oh no, not Thin Line, from um uh, was it waiting as hell when she burned the car? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Angela waiting as Bassett. hell.
1: Yeah, you open it up and Angela Bassett burned a car on your notebook. Ah,
3: that'd be greatness.
1: Get them black gifts up in there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> some memes. You know, Maxwell making that face, <laughs> shit like that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, real cool. The lady
3: from How to Get Away with Murder when she picks up a pocketbook and shakes her face. Yes, <laughs> that's my favorite gym
1: I want that shit on the back of my book bag. Um this is what the designs look like.
3: Um Ooh, can you put the link in the thing? Well, I mean This is just a link
1: to the um well it's sold out, but this is just a link to um the uh to the article, but I think the website link is innovativesupplies.net. And they're sold out currently, so I don't know what that means for um, you know, what that means for the rest of us, but that's mm-hmm. the link I just put in the chat but uh and and uh let's see she also has ones with uh i'm gonna
3: start this and she got an email that you can sign this. Sign it's a website
1: there? i don't know you have to check it out uh that's the tupac i'm sandra bland uh they got the be unique you know i got some egyptian art in there too so it might be hotepi i don't know the rules uh but <laughs>
3: uh i like the one what you call the question marks
1: question marks yeah um that?
3: Uh, is that swaggy?
1: Swaggy P? It got, oh, it, you wanna put that on a notebook?
3: No, she got it with swaggy P oh. all across it with question marks. And he was like, what?
1: That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we need. Uh, food stamp use is dropping due to restored work requirements. Uh, the number of people receiving food stamps has declined sharply, in part due to reinstatement of work requirements earlier this year. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA, allowed states to waive work requirements in response to the 2009 recession. Requirements were restored in 22 states in January in response to improved economic conditions. The Center on Budget and Policy Priorities... Uh, found in a, an analysis of recently released department data that the program declined by 773,000 people in, our, in April. Uh, case loads fell sharply in April, especially estates states reinstating the three-month time limit for unemployed childless adults without disabilities. New agriculture deve- department data showed uh, CBPP detail in this report. The data covered the first covering the first month in which most of the roughly 20 states were uh, that imposed a time limit in January began cutting people off. So, on the one hand, they require, they restored work requirements um, so that people can, uh, you know, I guess people can. Uh, go go back to work I, I assume but also this shit is cutting off people's benefits
3: yeah like yeah when you say this i have a lot of questions with that people yeah. who have never had to deal when i grew up i was on um i think medicaid medicare and stuff like that uh so uh what they did was that people who actually qualified for it got it and people who otherwise without these work requirements got it once you start putting in these work requirements a lot of times the little bit of money they do make does qualifies them out because you quote unquote make too much money. The way the system is designed, it's designed to keep you in the system. Like a lot of times, most people are where they need just a little bit of help for a short period of time. They don't want to give you a little bit of help for a short period of time. They want you permanently on the system, and that's the problem. It's like uh if and the thing is, it's sad, but don't be single and like don't have kids. I don't have disability or anything like that because, uh, I think, uh, when, uh, the first time Roderick, uh, lost his job, I went to, tr- to try to qualify for food stamps and shit like that because, you know what, just because you lose, when you lose your job, shit, shit matters and you go from a two person income to a one person income. Your household is affected. Your be do power don't stop power. I mean, the water don't stop. This shit just don't stop just because you, your company decides to let you go. And depending on where you where you um work at, you uh may get severance, may not get severance. You know, you work in the food industry, you don't get anything. And what's fucked up was that when you go in, they ask so many personal questions, like people who have never had to deal with the system. Do not understand how the system functions. They ask you, do you have a check-ins account? Do you have a savings account? Do you own a car? Do you have a washer? Do you have a dryer? You know, um, do you own audio equipment? Do you own TVs? They'll, uh, they'll, they, I mean, like, they get rid of, has anybody, well, does anybody give you any money? You have any trust funds? Like, they want to know everything about you. And when you sign these papers and, you, and they find out you're lying, they come and they could sue the fuck out of you and take everything you got. So when I went through that, I was like, oh, fuck this, like, I, I, I'm i not jumping through and through these hoops for this little bit of money. And that's what they do. They make it so hard and so complex that for the average person, they'll go, fuck it. You know, and on top of that, what they don't tell you is that a lot of times, what they do, they make it so goddamn inconvenient. Let's say you do get through it. You have to meet with somebody at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Who the fuck gonna have, gonna be able to, to get there at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday? You know, I had to work. You know, uh, but, but let's say I didn't have to work. Let's say I was in a, in a position where I had to, had to use public transportation. You know, let's say public transportation don't get there on time. And a lot of times when you deal with these services and you walk in the door, Depending on where you at, they people make all kinds of assumptions about you. They assumed I was a single mother. They assume, you know, I had kids. You know. Once you start uh once you eliminate a lot of these things, a lot of times they look at you like, Why are you here? And then a lot of times depend on where you at, it's it's so fucking humiliating humiliating a lot of times they they demean you they talk down to you like this is the part that people don't really tell you about when it comes to this a lot of times they don't treat you like you're a fucking human being a lot of times your taxes go to these systems and pay for these systems but when you have to use these systems they make us where it's impossible to
1: yeah um yeah i agree you know uh for and for the most part i feel like um when it when it comes to you know something like uh food stamps there's also the shame attached to it you know um but using work restrictions basically what you're saying is you have to work i think 20 hours a week or else you lose your benefits after three months so if you can't find a job you lose food stamps which how does that help
3: it doesn't help you, and and, and 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 I think that's the thing that frustrates me the most. The the, the, the like this, in my personal opinion, the system is designed for you to depend on it. That is is literally designed for you to depend on it. And if you well,
1: see that's the thing though. That's the way they talk. Like, well, it's designed for you to depend on it, so that's why we're kicking you off. Like, this is the bootstraps mentality. The um what we like us kicking you off of food stamps gives you the battery in your back to go get a real job and put in a real day's work that's the way that's the same language they use
3: okay right but but when i use it i'm not using from that point i'm I'm saying it's designed for you to, to 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 i feel like this most people need a little bit of help so even if you have these work restrictions they need to be broader, they need to be wider. Some of the dollar requirements need to be lower to help people get to the point that they can get off. That's my thing. I'm not saying it of uh, they want you to depend on it as far as be on it for the rest of, the of your life. Nobody wants to be on these services for the rest of their lives. And truth be told, a lot a lot of uh, people use cold words when it comes to this because they want you to think welfare, black, food stamps, brown people. When truth be told, white people are on, a, are on it more than any other group because you're more of the population.
1: All right. Um, it says is uh, so basically, um, there, and the thing is they had a lot of people get on because they lowered the requirements in 2009. At some point you knew they were going to adjust back. Um, it wasn't, it doesn't seem like it was very gradual. It was just strictly you got three months to figure something out, uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, which, uh, seems, uh, pretty harsh. Um, it says 45 states saw participation declines, um, 43.6 million people is the lowest since 2010, uh, and it's dropped 4.2 million since peaking in December 2012. Some states began restoring requirements in 2015 in response to improve economic conditions. Uh, work requirements have now been restored in a total of 40 states. Um, either a waiver or uh compared to forty four states this past June that had either a waiver or a partial waiver, the USDA works with state agencies to make sure benefits are properly distributed to qualified individuals or families. Um so I mean it's better for it it definitely is a good sign for the economy that people are able to get off. But the question is, are they getting off and they're eating still and they're fine? like what's the measurement on that because just having someone off of the program doesn't mean shit if they're now homeless or not eating or whatever then that's the real measurement of if it was a success or not
3: right and and and, and that's kind of my point too and most people just need a little bit of help they don't need full fledged service they just need a little bit of help just to get them over a hump or just to get them through a tough time and the thing is okay now these people don't qualify and you put them off like you said baby it wasn't gradual it was like hey y'all you need to find something quick and in a hurry because if you don't we're cutting your shit off but you your kids still gotta eat you still gotta eat you know, you still have obligations, you still have shit you need to do, you know, we were talking about a system that if you tell them you got a car, they'll tell you to sell your car, and you're like, well, bitch, I needed to get back and forth to work, they was like, oh, your car is valued at such and such, you could take that and you could do other things with that, like, that's the part that frustrates me when it come, when it comes to this because it's like, hey, I need my car to to take my child to daycare that you're paying for, it. but without my car, I'm not able to do that. But you turn around and telling me to sell my car because my car has too much value. I don't I don't comprehend I don't comprehend the system. The system is not really there to, in my opinion, at all times. It's not really there to get you to the point that you don't need it anymore.
1: All right. Um. Donald Trump has gone crazy in the last seven, uh, 24 hours. He's done seven things that uh, Ralph's story has kept afloat a of. Um, uh, it's, it's getting weird because, like, there's a rumor that the GOP is trying to find another candidate, but the only way he can leave the race is he has to voluntarily leave. And y'all. Why would he do that? This is the closest he's ever been.
3: And y'all just had the RNC, right? yeah right okay okay i i, I it just had
1: the, the the convention yeah
3: right so nobody at the convention was like get on that mic and was like hey y'all 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 don't vote for him what you said was don't vote with, just vote with your conscience that that's as close as we got
1: we're well you know what's weird is is about it to me is um they all co signed though and because they think racism is better than losing of course so you know this idea that he's gonna somehow step aside for them for a party that he doesn't belong to or own why would he do that I don't understand what the motivation would be for him
3: right right and he's mm -hmm. not giving back to. you have other people running almost like Bernie do you see him giving money to other candidates running to help them get reelected
1: um so he refused to endorse Paul Ryan uh that's because back back in a oh, months ago they asked uh Paul Ryan, who was uh Speaker of the house uh if he would endorse um Donald Trump and he said he wasn't quite there yet uh at the time well um <laughs> tuesday uh Trump was asked if he endorsed the speaker for re-election and Trump replied that he's just not quite there yet on how um on how he feels about about Paul Ryan so a little good a little little payback a little pettiness Mm -hmm. he mansplained the way sexual harassment we talked about that where he said that basically uh, getting sexually harassed is up to the individual it also depends on what's available there may be a better alternative than there may not if there's not a better alternative then you stay Uh, but it could be there's a better alternative when you're you're taking care of better so get a different job if you're getting sexually harassed everybody Randy. He refused to endorse John McCain and belittled his commitment to veterans because John McCain basically came out and said he was wrong about questioning the parents of uh, the um, Muslim dude who, who was a hero and died in our army. Um, so he you know, basically said Trump was wrong for that even though he endorsed Trump. Um, and even though Trump called him, uh, he questioned his heroism his, hero, his heroicness when he said that uh um I'm more I'm not he's not a hero to me. I'm more of a fan of people that don't get caught in war. So um <laughs> he said the Kazir Khan is against him, uh, because he's bothered by Trump's position on radical Islam terrorist. So he's he's not against him because of the Islamophobia Trump has. It's because he's against terrorism. And, of course, that's the real problem. Uh, he also pocketed a veteran's Purple Heart medal and said, I've always wanted to have a Purple Heart. That's just crazy. I can't believe that happened. I didn't see this video or hear about this. Mm. Apparently, he... But
3: he s- dodged war? Okay.
1: Yeah, he accepted a veteran's Purple Heart the medal of the U.S. military awards the service members who are injured in combat. I always wanted to have a Purple Heart. This was much easier, but I tell you, it was such an honor. Yeah, you you got to give that back. You don't accept that. Like, I appreciate you trying to give it to me, but you earned that. You got wounded in in Vietnam, not me. Uh Six, he doesn't seem entirely certain who he's running against. Well, Basically, he just picked a fight with Senator Kelly Ayote or Aote, I don't know how you pronounce it, but that is that that's actually not that's that's just them being snarky and he picked a fight with a baby this is also them being snarky but basically uh it's also kind of true which is that he basically picked the fight with a woman who was holding a baby um a baby was at his rally and um he said that he loves babies, and he didn't mind that the baby was crying, and then he kicked her out because he said he doesn't love babies, and she was stupid to think that he actually did love babies that didn't make any sense, basically he was being sarcastic don't worry about that. that, baby
2: I love babies so actually, I was only kidding you can get the baby out. don't worry about that baby, I love babies, so actually, I was only kidding you can get the baby out of,
1: here. yeah, it's kind of low, baby, but yeah, he's, he basically said, um, I was kidding, you gotta get that baby out of here, kicked out. Cause, uh, he's a classy guy like that, President of the United States, y'all. That's, uh, very presidential. So, uh, good luck. Uh, alright, let's play some, uh, fucking with black people. Where's my, uh, my, uh, songs? Um, alright. I already been fucked with, it, but
3: come on. Mm
1: -hmm. We're just fucking with those black people We're just fucking with those blacks We're just fucking with Fucking with black people that's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we count, uh, we we find stories and we give them uh, scores from zero to one hundred intervals of twenty five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. Uh, let's start in Chicago. Um, a Chicago investigator got fired for finding cops at fault in deadly police brutality cases. Oh, must have been that's literally when you're one of the good ones when they go yep yeah, let's uh fire this motherfucker because he is finding out too much shit um yeah they fired an investigator from the city of chicago after he, de- he determined that the police were fault in several fatal shootings lorenzo davis 65 found that several civilian shootings including those which resulted in death were completely unjustified after issuing these reports he was fired he says that's because he resisted direct orders to fabricate and reverse those findings according to internal records of his agency obtained by chicago's wbez now here's what's amazing about this to me is when these things happen so many times the people that investigate the crimes uh of the police department are trump cr- are police and we've all seen I don't know why but we all watch TV and see what what cops hate internal investigators and internal affairs okay but somehow this is okay like it's just we supposed to figure it out Uh, the staff of the independent police review authority received an internal email July 9th from Scott M. Ando the chief administrator of the independent police review uh, authority explaining that they will no longer attempt I mean employ employ and uh the supervising investigator Lorenzo Davis, a former Chicago police commander. Um Davis's termination came less than two weeks after top IPRA officials evaluating his job performance accused him of a clear bias against police and called him the only supervisor in IPRA who resists making requested changes as directed by management in order to reflect the correct finding with respect to OIS, which is officer involved shootings so hey man you need to change your facts that you found as an investigator to match what we say which is that we are never at fault uh so they say it's a personnel matter that would be inappropriate to address through the media so they're not even telling people the specifics but uh yeah uh in his performance review uh he davis a former police commander was said to display a complete lack of objectivity combined with a clear bias against police in spite of his own lengthy police career that's a quote uh uh yeah you was a cop for 23 years you hate the cops you couldn't just be holding us accountable you couldn't just never had
3: any problems never had any issues nothing
1: transparency right it's all about that transparency until it gets a little too transparent. Then it's like, uh, you got to turn this shit down, bro. We, uh, I, I I don't know what you think you're doing here, but we wasn't actually trying to find no killers. Ah! We was just kind of hoping that uh, this shit would go away if, if you would uh, just kind of turn the other way and let us erase and change several facts on your sheet.
3: And he's like, what the fuck? No. They
1: called him not a team player. Because um, he told the truth? Mm-hmm uh davis also said um as a commander oh mean he said i did not like the direction the police department had taken um he did not have a bias against the police he said he had a, an informed observation about the direction the department was taking it appeared that officers were doing whatever they wanted to do the discipline was no longer there if there are a few bad police officers who have committed some shootings that are unnecessary or bad when it arose to public's confidence and o- all the other police officers out there yeah exactly uh his final evaluation said he wasn't a team player uh david said his employers only turned against him when he found six police shootings or civilians to be unjustified they have shot people dead when they did not have to shoot they were not in reasonable fear for their lives the evidence shows that the officer knew or should have known that the person who they shot was not armed or did not pose a threat to them or could have been apprehended by means short of deadly force um they don't want to hear that nope
3: because
1: that's, that's what the general public is saying yep uh, zero to hundred Karen a hundred a hundred for me as well that hundred was brought to you by Bevel that's right this system is brought to you by Bevel the first and only shaving system to designed to bring to uh, for specifically uh, coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game. say goodbye to razor bumps uh, get clearer smoother skin with Bevel uh nas is an early investigator in the company and, investigator
2: you
1: know. oh i'm sorry he's not investigating it for crimes i'm sorry <laughs> he's an investor okay sorry i just read that long ass story and said investigate it 37 times he's an early investor in the company and you know he's woke so he would never um have you out here looking bad i mean god uh the godson's face is always immaculately sharp so um don't you want to be like nas uh in the facial area it's created by a black man, uh, Tristan Walker, who's a young entrepreneur who wanted to cater to the unique shaving needs of black men. And uh also, man, their Twitter account, if you tell them that you got it, a lot of times they'll respond to it and mm-hmm. say what's up and all that stuff. So I appreciate y'all that the time out to do that. And they want to give you a discount of 20% when you go to com and put in code TBGWT. Get 20% off your first month. com code TBGWT. More, Sizzle. Uh, a pastor suspects racial motivations behind his termination. Good I'm
0: Candace Barnett. Wade Phillips is off tonight. We begin with a local church oh, pastor off. who was fired last night. <laughs> Mount Sterling Baptist Church in Butler let Pastor Jonathan Greer go. Greer is now talking to News Center 11 tonight about the situation and how he says race played a role in his termination. Tom Williams has more in tonight's top story.
4: Mount Sterling Baptist Church in Butler, without a pastor as of Sunday evening. Pastor Jonathan Greer's termination was put to a vote, 31 people unanimously voting him out of the church. This comes after he says a deacon told
5: him he could not invite black people to their vacation Bible school. There was pushback about where the types of children that we were bringing, and I was asked to not invite um, black children to the VBS.
4: I spoke with Freddie Moore, who was a deacon at Mount Sterling Baptist Church. He did not want to go on camera for an interview, but he says it's not a race issue whatsoever. He says Greer wouldn't work with the deacons. He claims the termination was because he would not visit members of the congregation.
5: Moore says Greer only visited a few. This was a particular deacon that, that did ask me and ultimately two deacons that had asked me not to invite black people.
4: Moore says anyone, regardless of race, is welcome to their church at
5: any time. Pastor Greer says that's what he was led to believe when he first joined the church. Um, what they really mean is that someone can wander in off the street and they won't stop them, but they specifically asked me, explicitly asked me to not invite black people. Um, and I, I tried to communicate with them that that's just not consistent with Christianity.
4: Greer says the deacons wanted him to resign from the church quietly. Due to the church bylaws, Greer
5: chose not to. He says his sermon on Sunday was on racism. I wanted the church to Get up. know that this is not consistent with the gospel. This is not consistent with God's word that we honor and give dignity to all people. Um, that's what the Bible teaches us, and all people are worthy and in need of the gospel, and racism denies that to a certain amount of people. In Butler, Tom Williams, News Center 11.
0: Jonathan Greer wants to make clear that he did not. Contact WTOK for an interview, and he felt it was best to talk about the situation since NewsCenter 11 started inquiring. Now, he has been pastor of Mount Sterling Baptist Church for a year and a half. Uh,
1: Hey, man, uh, this yellow potato salad dog is for you, bro. Come on to the cookout and get you a plate, man. I appreciate you actually um, being a person of conviction because typically in those situations, people go along to get along um and just don't want to cause any waves i mean getting terminated from that position has to mean a lot to a person like that but the position is worthless if you can't uphold your values specifically religiously
3: and he was like oh word so you know what i'm gonna do on my way out the door i'm gonna tell y'all actually
1: actually he he wanted to make clear he said it wasn't him going to tell on them He said people started, the news started inquiring, and he just answered the questions. Like, this wasn't him calling the news to be like, and I'm about to put y'all on blast.
3: No, 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 no. They say he gave a sermon about. Oh, you're
1: talking about the sermon. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. He he was
3: like, oh, oh, y'all going to tell me I can't Mm -hmm. let niggas in here. Word. Word. So what I'm going to do is tell y'all how this is wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave. And my thing is that they voted unanimously because he quote unquote didn't visit some people. Yeah. Not about the racism. Not about your...
1: Because he didn't visit some people.
3: Right. Not about your... Cause, uh, not the... Who are you fitting to
2: try? I bet it ain't me. Oh, bitch, it ain't me. Caps, caps, caps.
1: Who are that you fitting... That was his final sermon. That was just a clip.
2: Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: one of thing It is just so fucked up. And I believe him. Because yeah. all across... Uh, the country people been, you know, sending their children to vacation Bible study, and you know, it's just one of those things where, like they, like he said, it's okay if people, quote unquote, wonder in, but don't tell them to come in here. No, no.
1: Yeah, uh it makes perfect sense to me. I appreciate him standing up for oh. his values. Yep. um Because a lot of times people just don't. You know, you had the option to be like, I'm not gonna do that shit uh i'm not gonna um i'm not gonna stand up for anything i'm just about to uh take this l and be quiet i love that he gave them that sermon that i'm sure was in his heart um and we need more of that like need more people that speak up rather than just leave silently or just fade to the background or just try not to say anything when the stuff comes up there's a lot of christians that feel like some of the discrimination there whether it's race and gender and all this other stuff is not acceptable and then instead of uh trying home. to take their church back or to speak up they just go uh i'll this ain't my fight let me just keep giving them my money every sunday and act like it's not happening so uh i appreciate the dude for uh speaking up uh me too i'm not fucked with at all i mean i'm fucked with by that racism of that church but yes. not, nothing on his behalf so zero for him and a 100 for that damn church mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else is happening um parents of teenagers jailed for firing on um, police officers blame black lives matter says the movement wants people to shoot police I know you distraught about your sons uh doing this stuff but uh that's not what black lives matter is about uh, the parents of two boys who are behind bars after they open fire on a group of police officers have blamed black lives matter for the teenagers actions marcaro rentez uh who was 17 and his cousin trenton nance 18 were arrested on friday after officers in the borough of columbia pennsylvania came under fire for 45 minutes when they responded to an emergency call from someone who said they heard gunshots no officers were shot or injured in the attack Police were able to eventually gain access to the house and arrest teenagers with court papers claiming that Markell told the men, "I'm the one who did it. I'm the one who shot. My cousin didn't do it." He later said while being loaded into a police cruiser, "I ain't no pussy. I was shooting at you. Fuck you, police." Now his mother and Trenton's father are both saying in separate interviews that this is the fault of a movement. They claim wants people to hurt the law enforcement officials. They are in jail for doing what Black Lives Matter wanted them to do. Shoot a cop, said his mother, Luz Rentas, and Trenton's father, Roberto Rentas, uh, Rentas, uh, in a joint statement. The truth is that these are two punk kids following the orders of an irresponsible organization, and now they're gonna pay for it. Uh, Kevin Ressler, a pastor and co-organizer of Black Lives Matter chapter in Lancaster, responded to this by making it clear that the movement does not promote violence in any way. It is very important that people understand Black Lives Matter groups across the country, and particularly here locally, have been very vocal about it, do not support violence. No Black Lives Matter organization or group across the entire country has supported violence as a means to an end or shooting or attacking or targeting police officers at all. The police report claims that officers were dispatched to the area around 325 a.m. on a Friday in response to shots fired. The first two officers on the scene soon realized the shots were being fired at their patrol cars, at which point a perimeter was set up and more members of law enforcement were sent to the location. Marker was identified as a potential suspect by police resources who discovered he was staying at the home from which the shots appeared to be coming after speaking to his mother. So... Uh, Trenton was found in another bedroom with no weapon, but live rounds and empty shell cases were found in his front right pocket. So, why would you have those unless you were you had been shooting a gun at some point? Um, yeah, so uh, zero to 100, Karen. Oh, 100.
2: Alright,
1: 100 for Karen. 100 for me as well. Let me switch sessions real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Uh, obviously 100 that's uh pretty damn ridiculous Mm -hmm. that's
3: against everything that these organizations black lives matter black liberation movement whatever group you want to put them in
1: yeah nobody stands for right nobody's okay with that
3: be responsible for your fucking actions
1: yeah uh but yeah um Zero to hundred, and that is a hundred for both of us. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. What else do we want to talk? About? Um, and let's go to um, let's go to I guess the race. Uh, or actually, yeah. What are you gonna, Yo, say? What gonna say? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Uh,
2: uh.
3: There you you go.
1: Okay. Uh, Actually, we should go to White People News. uh, news. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me find some uh, songs that white people love real quick. Um, People keep trying to suggest shit to me. I don't want y'all to suggest stuff. I like finding it on my own, Mm -hmm. using my own mind on the fly, and just guessing what what kind of stuff uh, white people – enjoy um actually i think i even had a white people list on here you 1. did 9. i forgot
3: what you called it
1: mm-hmm. let me see it's gotta be white something right mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh Uh. no that's not it
3: no did you call it cheese eater
1: cheese yeah it was cheese that's right karen because we know cheese eating music that's what white people are into
3: i remember now that. that's what you called it
1: all right um so here's one that uh that white people love you're insecure you don't know what for
2: you're heads when you walk out through. the door don't need makeup to cover up Being the way that, that you are is enough Everyone else in the room can see it. Everyone else but you. Baby, Baby you, light, you light, light up my world like nobody else. But no way, way, way that you flip you your hair, it's me overwhelmed. smile at the it ain't hard to tell. You don't, don't know, know. oh oh. You don't know you're beautiful if only you saw what I can see want you so desperately right now you're looking there. and I can't believe you don't know Uh-oh. you don't know you're beautiful
1: Uh-oh. that's just why you're beautiful so come come on alright that's enough white people I'm sorry the Duke of North Northumberton wait Northumberland
3: I thought you was like the Duke of Nothing. I was like, what, what What?
1: kind of Duke is this? The Duke of Northumberland moans that his family has been imprisoned in that castle by hordes of curious Harry Potter and Downton Abbey fans.
3: <laughs> That's a real problem.
1: It all started with residents of the unremarkable village of Kendleton in Oxfordshire. Uh I think that's what the Hobbits met uh met up with the trolls. Um wondered why coachlands of Chinese tourists were poking around their gardens. But now the blood blood the blue blooded Duke of Northumberland is getting in on the act too and moaning that his family has been imp- imprisoned inside of their eleventh century castle by nosy Harry Potter and Downton Abbey fans ah ralph percy said his wife and four children were unable unable to enter or leave the 150 room castle uh without meeting crowds of tourists forcing them to stay inside shit yeah i mean if you can't
3: what they think a dragon gonna pop out this bitch what's happening here
1: i don't know tired of being confined to the castle keep the family has chosen another home on the scottish borders at this as a summer residence uh, Arnwick Castle featured as Hogwarts in the first two Harry Potter films. And as Brancaster Castle in Downton Abbey's 2014 and 2015 Christmas specials, uh, it now attracts, attracts more than 250,000 visitors per year, something that is posing problems for Eaton and Oxford educated, uh, 12th Duke.
3: Oh, so, so it's like the location, so people just come to check it out. They ain't got no organization behind it, so you just go outside of your backyard looking at the flowers and somebody just peeking on the other side of the, the thorns or some shit?
1: he told the september issue of tatler it didn't really work because we couldn't get in or out without going through crowds and because we live in the keep there were no private gardens so the children just ended up staying inside the whole time i mean inside a whole lot of rooms i mean one of them rooms is probably like a big ass garden but the but the duke who is thought to be worth 350 million dollars million euros uh and inherited his title in 1995 can be reassured that the castle fame is really in plenty of cash um yeah apparently the tourism and television industry has yielded them an estimated 4.3 million euros so mm-hmm. they're not hurting for money doing this Mm-mm. but uh yeah you can go visit and stand next to cardboard cutouts of harry potter's uh stuff like that um uh so uh yeah that's some white people news for sure it's like the whitest thing i read today mm-hmm. um taylor swift has returned to social media by posting a video of her cat Mhm. <laughs> mhm. yep uh yeah so she went on instagram and tried out their newest feature she broke the silence by posting a video of her cat, Olivia Benson, using the picture and video social networking new innovation stories. So she tried out Instagram stories and broke her silence by showing her cat. Taylor could be her saying, what's going on? You feel less like a cat and more like a squirrel today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm hard hidden things now i want to see the cats recording of what she really said <laughs> from the cat's perspective because she might have left some stuff out mm-hmm, you don't say hmm yep so there you guys go taylor swift is back and she's got her cat out um oh this is a follow-up to some white people news remember that fox business producer and real estate big shot that got arrested in the new york cocaine bus hmm they both pleaded guilty and they will only serve five days of community service because they don't get no whiter than that y'all what yep there was all this like this big sting operation and everything uh they lost their jobs i think and they will spend a grand total of five days of community service
3: community service not not house arrest
1: or not probation
3: how many hours they got to do five hours
1: five days of community service is what it says
3: an hour a day
1: mm. yep um it was all rich people that got caught up wealthy New Yorkers including Chipotle's chief marketing officer Mark hacker um Uh, she was fired the Fox News lady was fired when well, she got it was hauled into court but uh um, yeah
3: because this end up being a big uh uh busted it busted a lot of people
1: Mm-hmm. but uh they'll be doing that total of five days
3: one two three four five
1: mm-hmm. they are <laughs> they order drugs over the phone
3: <laughs> do text messages
1: <laughs> you know the drug business that you run they
3: slid in the dms all right
1: candy makes you dandy
2: <laughs>
1: uh at any rate that's what happened so um armani rules out tom hiddleston of taking over the underwear campaign from his girlfriend taylor swift's ex calvin harris due to their romance so tom hiddleston was going to be the next uh crotch of cow Cal- of uh of armani underwear um but or he was in consideration for it but now he'll no longer be in consideration because calvin harris used to be the face i mean the crotch of of armani underwear and now uh since they both dated taylor swift armani feels that they would not be comfortable making that transition uh so it looks like he won't be getting that job so
3: oh is this discrimination
1: it's not, I mean, this Taylor Swift is the one coming between it. It's not, it's not in, I mean, they, I guess they don't hire Taylor Swift's exes anymore.
3: Right. So. Um, or her they,
1: current man. Maybe when they both get divorced or break up.
3: Right. So that that's like a woman, two women, they go, you know what? Because of your band, we're not hiring either one of y'all.
1: Well, they already hired the one dude. Uh, and so they basically don't want to give it to Tom Hiddleston next because obviously there's a awkwardness of going to taylor swift's exes as the only spokespeople for or current boyfriend is the only spokespeople for the brand so there you guys go I do, I, I,
3: they both probably look generically white to me i don't know what they look like i couldn't tell the difference tom
1: hiddleston is loki
3: oh ah, okay now i know who loki is yeah
1: so you know um so yeah there you guys go that's your white people news for the day yeah all caught up on what the the trivial shit white people are talking about
3: Aha, it's amazing
1: <laughs> black people talking about black men killing black women and not supporting uh the perfect unless it's the perfect victim of uh police brutality and uh this and is death. my favorite segment and then uh we get to clean it up with uh taylor swift's cat and, uh, <laughs> some other shit. Uh, actually, wait, I have one more white news story. This was actually originally in fucking with black people, but, uh, I have to, I can give this, this can fit in both. Iggy Azalea is expanding her reach into television and the rapper has signed a first look overall deal with Universal Cable Productions and Wilshire Studios, according to the Hollywood product, uh, reporter she will reportedly be working with both studios on making millennial focused programming she is said to be focusing on shows that address social justice and empowering women iggy azalea she gonna do just as good job as
3: charles Barkley.
1: uh right now i'm the nick young mean with the question marks uh yeah she. i guess it's just horrible tv show i want to be in the room with the execs when they come up with horrible talk well, show then how ideas. can we
3: get a tv show then i mean come on i i
1: mean i'm work I, i'm see i think we need to come up with the ideas like the romance hour starring chris brown uh,
3: yeah you know? i'm here for that yes
1: you know if apparently we, we the horrible ideas are just gonna flow um we might as well get in on this you know mm-hmm uh finance 101 uh mc hammer production you know get him get him in here to get your get your life right you know get your life together uh, <laughs> like I, I assume that's what we that's what we need apparently this is what the problem is i mean Iggy, igloo australia who did the runaway slave master and who thinks becky is a true racial slur um that's the person you want to give a platform to discuss uh
3: who who black scents so when she does it is she gonna is she gonna do it in her black scent or her regular ass voice
1: right yeah which voice is she gonna do it in i don't know um so yeah we'll see what happens um the don olmstead who's executive vp of development said iggy is a strong passionate voice for her generation and has incredible creative instincts in all aspects of media we already have projects in both scripted and non-scripted areas we are very excited to have her join forces with us so there you go now you caught up on all the white people news guys all right now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen and you in the audience, to Woo! guess the race. And the chat room plays along in our races. All right, story number one
3: isn't this brought to you by somebody it is
1: brought to you by loot crate thank you karen finally you did it the right time without making me feel bad this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate uh filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to loot crate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt to get three dollars off of any subscription um right now august is all about anti-heroes okay um you can do stuff like get into the loot wear. Um level up is now loot wear, okay guys, which means you can add an additional couple dollars to your box and you get gear, okay? Uh it's okay to be a little bad when you look this good in the loot wear anti-hero collection featuring vengeful suicide squad and punisher socks, a world of Warcraft tee you can't forsake. A Harley Quinn item from her, for her, and you, that you'll go nuts over and an archer wearable that'll make you sploosh phrasing. Uh, so we got, <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you guys go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt, enter code tbgwt to save $3 off of whichever new subscription you sign up for. Um, it helps out. Get those six to eight items of licensed gear, pair and collectibles at lootcrate.com slash tbgwt. Uh, a bandit. A cross-dressing bandit holds up a Staten Island bank with a water gun and flees while stripping down to their underwear.
2: Oh, okay.
1: A cross-dressing bank robber has been busted for sticking up a Staten Island bank last month at gunpoint. Um, Yeah, that that is quite uh interesting attempt. To, okay. Jordan Wise strolled into the Santander Bank on uh july 25th wearing a black dress silver high heel shoes a black floppy hat and large sunglasses the straps from his white bra are visible in the bank surveillance video Uh, wise 24 pulled a silver gun on the teller and made off with 780 dollars in cash uh he fled to king delhi down and the block and ditched his outfit including the bra delhi surveillance captured camera captured wise stripping down to his skivvies in an empty aisle he made his getaway topless, clad only in dungaree shorts and white sneakers. NYPD detective Michael Gildia uh stated that Wise surrendered Sunday and confessed to the robbery. He claimed the weapon was a water gun. It is my conclusion that the person seen on the video robbing the bank and the defendant are one and the same. Wise appeared in Brooklyn federal court looking drowsy and distracted, Uh the, prompting the magistrate judge to ask, do you understand what I'm saying? Wise said he understood and was ordered held without bail guess the race of jordan wise the uh, cross-dressing bandit
3: i say uh sleeping in the bed with my dog white
1: all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race of jordan wise is um, i'm not as
2: creative as y'all are
1: you know what? You just got, you just getting back in the game. You just getting your footing back.
3: <laughs> Cause I hadn't played in a while.
1: You know, it's not really fair to, uh. I know
3: to y'all are masters out there.
1: I don't want really to see anybody guessing. I guess, uh, is there a delay in here or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's still alive, white, rest in peace tamir Mirror White's. Oh, yeah, I know, right? They killed him oh, for playing say, with a gun. Black. White. Black says Uncle Bob. Um. All right. The cor- uh, white says cast always. The correct answer is he was black.
2: Oh, I got that wrong.
1: And one of y'all got it right, Uncle Bob. And, uh, I can show you, uh, the video of him, um, and what he looks like here. Um, let's see here. Um, this is the video of him robbing the bank dressed up. I mean.
3: Oh my. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, that's the store where he stripped down and walked out with no shirt on um after robbing the bank so oh my. open and shut case
3: yeah he walked in with glitter and sprinkles
1: Mm-hmm. uh let's go to the bonus round we've been here for a while show's going on uh, no music we'll just go straight into it um let's see how about um i think i already did this one yesterday so how about uh this one a trump supporter 78 years old threw his pro hillary wife to the floor during an argument over the presidential race
2: <laughs>
1: an elderly florida couple oh florida mm, you never fail you never fail me uh an elderly florida couple came to blows while having a heated argument over the presidential race in which the husband supports donald trump and his wife is a hillary clinton supporter Lawrence Littman, 78, was arrested last Wednesday night at his home for allegedly hurling his wife, 73, to the floor. Uh, according to a criminal complaint, the brawl was sparked by disagreement over the Littmans' divergent pol- political views, as his wife uh, is registered Democrat and her husband is a registered Republican. Elvia Littman later revealed to the Smoking Gun that her husband plans to vote for Trump in November, where she is ba- she backs Clinton. Uh, the old people. Uh, had this political rift that came to a head around 10 p.m. on July 27 when the Litmans launched to a discussion over the contentious presidential campaign. Mm. According to the 73-year-old Mrs. Littman, her husband called her many derogatory names that grab, then grabbed her wrist and threw her on the chair in the bedroom. When the woman tried to get away by going to a bedroom on the other side of the house, he allegedly followed her, grabbed her by the arm, and flung her to the floor. The complaint states that Elvia told the police that she hurt her backside when she fell. When questioned by police, Lawrence claimed that his better half tried to slap him in the face and then she slipped and fell. The elderly Trump supporter was arrested for a battery of a person over 65. He was freed on $500 bond after pleading not guilty to the felony count. Uh, Litman has been ordered to stay away from his wife. Guess the race. It's just his picture, not hers. Uh, white. All right, let's see what the chat room believes his race is uh in this case um did you already get asked or no mm-hmm. okay I'm gonna say he's white but she's black. can't decide well, we only got one picture. surprise he kept himself together for decision twenty twelve white white get the sweet tea from the fountain white white ha <laughs> from the fountain the correct answer is white. what gave it away
3: i don't know but if you wait till we get in our 60 to decide you want to uh take me you know to put your hands on me we're gonna have some problems
1: i mean i really feel like it, it Any time if i put my hands on you we would have some problems so i'm not putting putting on putting my hands on you anyway uh at any age i don't think it's ever okay
3: no but but i'm talking about in this particular relationship like he waited they got old to decide to put no and you know what It'm probably not the first time he's done that
1: maybe not you know Uh, i do like the the idea that the uh, intersection of people that hate hillary clinton just happened to possibly be sexist uh it's just a a coincidence nothing to see here guys it could Mm -hmm. just be a coincidence A man wielding a samurai sword stabs policeman in the leg as he responds to a 999 call. Um, this is the moment a police officer was mm-hmm.
3: outside of the United States. I'm assuming. Nine, yeah, the nine, nine. UK. Okay.
1: No, it's the Herman Kane hotline.
3: Like no, not help. would you like a pizza? Mm-hmm.
1: This is the this is the moment a police officer was stabbed in the leg with a samurai sword. After responding to an emergency call in Northampton, Constable Rob Monk was attacked as he arrived at the scene and tried to make his way through the front door of the house. P.C. Monk was then forced to protect his colleague with a taser as P.C. Gary Little desperately attempted to stop the blood flow. The pair have now been honored at the the Police Bravery Awards in London at a ceremony on Thursday, July 14, which honors and recognizes police officers who perform outstanding acts of bravery while on or off-duty rob and gary were nominated for their actions following the incident in november 2014 when a typically sunday evening typical sunday evening took a dangerous turn after a call came about a man causing damage to cars with a baseball bat they arrived at the scene found the damaged cars and could see there was damage at a nearby house there were concerns the man may attempt to take his own life and that he had some mental health problems the officers, one armed with a taser and both with protective shields, approached the front door of the property when the man was yelling aggressively from inside the conti- inside and continually tried to keep the officers outside. At one point, PC Monk managed to jam his foot in the doorway, keeping the door ajar. Suddenly, the offender lunged at the officers and stabbed PC Monk in the leg with a samurai-style sword he had hidden behind the door. P.C. Little acted quickly knowing the offender was still armed and poor P.C. Monk who was bleeding heavily from the doorway. The sore had penetrated straight through his thigh and was close to a main artery. Damn. While P.C. Little improvised a tourniquet, P.C. Monk used his taser to afford some protection to his partner while further help arrived. Um, They then rushed the colleague to the hospital for immediate treatment, uh, all the while genuinely fearing for his life. Um so yeah they put that safety at risk because this motherfucker had a sword and it can be dangerous now somehow they still ended up you know not killing this dude right so guess the race uh (laughs) he was sentenced in court to a hospital order without time limit because he was armed dangerous and uh having a mental episode so they didn't feel the need to kill him and the the, they didn't feel the need to put them in prison so Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. interesting what happens when you're for the empathy um all right guys we'll be back uh saturday for our feedback show Mm -hmm. Uh, until then uh i love you i love you
3: too